I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. On today's Solo Sunday News, Andrade challenges Kenny Omega to a massive title match. News on why this Mania 37 spot did not happen. Tony Khan reveals his favourite WWE match ever. And Sammy Guevara opens up about that Impact Wrestling incident. Hello everyone, welcome back to Solo Sunday News. I don't know why my voice turned into like some weird American TV game show host. But yes, I am Gareth the Bank Robber Morgan. Here to talk about loads of wrestling news. And what a story to kick off this Sunday because my goodness... Are we about to get something a little bit special? Because Andrade, during a AAA, Lucha Libre AAA's Worldwide's Ray Day Ray show, he had a little thing to say, he had a little vignette, Andrade. Obviously, you'll know if you've seen online that Andrade, and we spoke about it on the news yesterday as well, that he's signed with Federacion Wrestling, and that's going to be the place where he's going to be kicking all the ass now going forward. He mentioned in this vignette on Ray Del Rey, uh, Ray De Rey, sorry, that he, he has a, a few people that he'd like to kind of tick off his list of people that he just wants to batter, really, in the world of wrestling. And one of them was Psycho Clown. He wants a match against him. And the other was current AAA mega champion, Kenny Omega. So he wants that match at this year's Triple Mania as well, which... Yeah, that sounds like the kind of thing you want to be going on at Triple Mania. It's going to steal all the headlines. But as we know, Kenny Omega isn't a draw, so nobody's going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, but this is this is huge. This could put the whole belt collector thing in jeopardy because Andrade could come in and just steal that Triple A mega title away. Kenny Omega is obviously already the AEW Impact World Champion with the TNA belt. He's just got all of them. He's got all the belts right now. He's just going nuts with the belts. But this could also open the door theoretically, for Andrade to start popping up on AEW from time to time if he wants to come and take the fight to Kenny Omega. And that would be, ah, that'd be magnificent. So straight away, we've got another guy here who's left WWE. He's been released. He's gone out into the, the open free agency market. And he's just kicking it. He's just absolutely kicking it right now. He's doing whatever he wants. He seems revitalized. If you watch that vignette, he just seems like some kind of terrifying mafia boss or something. It's, it's, it's pretty intense. 
but I think this character is just him really relishing in who he is. Who he is as a performer, not only WWE wanted to be, who he, Andrade, the man, La Sombra, what he wants to be as a dude. Away from big old dream matches that could be happening in the very, very near future, it's still, I can't get my head around this, it's just going to be beautiful. I can hear Dave Meltzer's five-star rating system exploding at this moment. But away from all that, we need to talk about something that didn't actually happen, but we really wanted it to, and it went down at WrestleMania 37. Now, of course, if, you've, if you're a big fan of Kevin Owens, if you've got him on Twitter, if you follow him, like if you just listen to his interviews, you'll probably know he had his heart set on jumping off a little boat. I say a little boat, it was quite a big boat inside of Raymond James Stadium. Obviously, they've got their pirate ship, which is always in the stadium, but then WWE had their really big pirate ship set as well, and he just, he ironically had his heart set on jumping off said set at some point. So... That was like the big narrative coming into this mania. But then obviously things happened, things change, like just sometimes things don't go to plan. So according to Fightful Select, this spot was considered at a time, like it was in, um, not necessarily in the pipeline, but it was something that they were talking over. But the the big hurdle that they couldn't get over was the fact that the... Uh, the stipulation around Kenny Omega, not Kenny Omega, Kevin Owens, not Ke I just have got Omega on the brain. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's match, the key point that meant that he couldn't jump off the boat was the fact that they didn't have a no DQ match. It was just a one-on-one -on -one singles encounter with Logan Paul sat at ringside making all the expressions. It was, it was quite a lot to take in. So that was a big problem. But then on top of that, there was the insane thunderstorms that happened at WrestleMania as well. And if you got a, a slippy boat, you don't want a guy climbing up to the top of the boat... And have you been on a boat when it's been wet and slit? It's not good. It's hazardous. We don't want to see Kevin Owens hurt himself or be injured. But I don't know. It's understandable, obviously. Like, we're putting people, like, people's safety first. A lot of peas. Putting their safety first. And that is the most important thing. But as Kevin Owens, as, as a wrestler who just wants to have all these incredible, insane moments, he must have been so disheartened. He must have been. But he's still had a cool moment. He still stunned Logan Paul out of his boots. So... That's something, that's a, that's a good runners-up medal prize, I guess. It is what it is. Maybe they go back to Raymond James Stadium in a couple of years' time and he does finally jump off the boat. Fingers crossed, the guy deserves to jump off his boat. Now, now jumping back away from WWE, in a sense, like we are going to talk about a WWE match, but it's from a person who's outside of WWE. It'll make sense in a minute. So Tony Khan was talking to Busted Open Radio recently, obviously to, to hype up Wednesday's Blood and Guts match, which I am so excited for. And that card, I know I shouldn't say that, I'm an NXT guy and there was all the war and everything else but I just like wrestling and this looks insane it looks like it's going to be just all what it says on the tin really blood and guts and we like that so he was talking about obviously that match but then other matches that he considers his favorite like his favorite WWE match of all time and then matches that he goes back and watches all the time like we've all got those matches like for me it's I constantly like going back watching the Seth Rollins versus Fiend match because in my in my mind it's probably it's an underrated six-star classic in my mind I think uh, you'll all agree with me when I say that but uh, in terms of Tony Khan his favorite WWE match the one that he always goes back and watches is well, it's probably one that a lot of people do. It's the Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Randy, Macho Man Randy Savage, obviously at WrestleMania 3. That's his big one. But his full quote, I'm going to read it off. He was talking about the fact his other big match that he likes to go back and watch all the time was one that happened within his own company. How convenient. Uh, he said, okay, there's two matches I go back and watch every year. One is very recent. They're completely different. One of them is Kenny Omega and Hangman Page versus the Young Bucks, which to me is as good a tag match as I've ever seen. And you know what? Can't really argue. That is one hell 
of a match. I could be, well, yeah, I could be the best of modern times, really. That and probably the Young Bucks versus FDR, just whoa, magnificent stuff. And then he went on to say the other is Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. I go back and watch it every year. They're completely different. One has all the bells and whistles. One has less bells and whistles. They're both perfect. One is my favourite tag team match. The other is my favourite singles match. So yeah, Hangman and Kenny versus the Young Bucks and Savage and Steamboat. I, I yeah, two, two like matches that in terms of singles and tag team matches can't really argue with either of them they're probably two of the all-time greats so yeah i could appreciate that but let me know in the comment section below with you guys like what what's your match that you go back to maybe your comfort blanket wrestling match in terms of singles and tag team matches what are yours i want to know all about them so pop them in that comment section right down there and our last story of the day is again it's very much in keeping with AEW. it's all to do with sammy guevara and you probably would have seen uh, a, a couple of months ago now, there was, there was all this like fallout and furore about Sammy Guevara apparently not being fully on board with a storyline or an angle or a match finish inside of Impact. Um, so he, he wouldn't go and work there kind of thing. He turned him down and said, no, I'm not doing it. I'm going to go back to AEW. And we just heard a lot of kind of rumors and hearsay, and that's pretty much what all the wrestling industry does half the time. Like, we get one little nugget of information and we just go crazy with it and start like fantasizing about what actually happened. But now Guevara has shed some light. He's opened up about it and really kind of gone into detail about what happened and why he did what he did. Um, so he was, he was saying this to Fightful Select as well, and he had this conversation. And he said, uh, It's business at the end of the day. What was presented, I didn't see it working for me. I still wish nothing but the best for Impact and everybody there. I didn't put no information out online and I know there's only a certain amount of people that knew certain information. So the information that was put out online is only coming from one side. I wish we could have kept it more close-knit instead of having to make it everyone's business because I feel like it wasn't necessary for everybody to know any of this stuff. So that's why I started trolling on the vlog and certain things are coming out where I'm like, yo, this is not true at all. So don't believe everything you read online but hey, man, it is what it is. We all could have handled things better, but that's life in general. You live, you learn, you grow, and you go. I quite like that little phrase at the end. I'm going to get a nice tattoo across my arm of you live, you learn, you grow, and you go. But it, yeah, it's fair enough. It's one of those things where you just, in, in the heat of the moment, he might have reacted in a way that he didn't necessarily feel was right now looking back, or he might fully stand by that. But I just think, yeah, they're, they're their own masters of their own destiny wrestlers. I think that, that does kind of get like lost at times like with these guys they're trying to protect the characters obviously not to the extent where it damages everyone else but if somebody says something or pitches something that they don't think is going to be a benefit to them in the long run you got to protect yourselves because nobody else is going to protect you so i kind of understand that and but i think in the long run it's worked out for impact they've just had those incredible numbers for a rebellion with kenny omega whooping rich swan's ass and winning that impact world championship so i think yeah everyone's all parties are probably fine at this point with the way the relationship has unfolded Right, and obviously normally we have like a couple of Twitter questions. We've only got one today, so I'm just going to do one little Twitter question. It's a frequent presence on the Solo Sunday Twitter time. It's Mark Solod who's posted the cutest photo of a puppy you're ever going to see in your life. It's just, I melted. I'm, I, there's like, I'm just, there's bits of me on the floor now because I'm just like so overcome with cuteness. Uh, he says, morning legend, happy Solo Sunday. Thoughts on eventually getting a face Brian Cage versus a heel? Cody. With Cody putting on size, it could be very interesting. Yeah, I think that's probably a big thing. If he, if he is going to turn heel and like be a believable heel up against Brian Cage, I think having a bit of size probably helps in that department. But 
I definitely could see that working because I think Brian Cage has been edging towards that greyer area in recent times that win over Hangman's just catapulted him right up the rankings and makes him a real threat again. I think Cody just really lends himself to being an arrogant prick and that's a compliment. Like it's not something a lot of people can kind of excel in in the way that Cody does it and I think he'd I think he'd relish it. I think he'd really, like, I, I think it'd be refreshing for his character and it'd just give him somewhere new to go. Would he then align himself with the elite and do all that? I know I'm going off into crazy fantasy booking land, but then that'd, that'd just be incredible. Again, you'd have this massive heel stable that everyone's just fighting up against, have a, a full internal war. I get carried away, but that would be, that'd be cool. I'd be up for that. So let's just have Cody getting thrown around the ring by the machine. So that has been your solo Sunday news with myself, Gareth, from What Culture Wrestling. Let me know what you think of all these stories, as always, in the comment section below. I'm really curious what you have to say on all of them. Follow myself on Twitter at gmorgan04. Follow everybody here at What Culture at What Culture WWE. Like this video, share it, subscribe to What Culture. Just do whatever you want, but as long as it's What Culture stuff, we're happy. Click on all the videos, and most importantly, I say it every week, but it never gets any less important. Have yourself the best Sunday you can. You deserve it. You've whooped all the ass this week. You've just kicked it. You kicked all the ass. Join me in NXT ups and downs on Wednesday. Now I keep forgetting, and I even thought I was doing dynamite this week. It's just it's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to adjust to. But f f like, watch that. Do that. Just see my face. Talk about NXT things, and then watch more wrestling. I don't know what you want me to say. Wrestling's fun. Wrestling is life. Wrestling will never leave you. Neither will I. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 